Hello there, and thanks for taking the time to click on Too Afraid to Ask. My name is Dan Campbell, and each episode, myself and whoever else happens to be on the show with me, will ask questions we always consider too controversial or rude to ask. Ever wanted to ask a black person how they deal with sunburns? Ever wanted to ask a white person how they feel about being called a cracker? Here's the place we will ask those questions. The aim isn't to divide or create any kind of controversy, but rather better understand each other and come closer together. Also, we are mostly made up of comedians by trade, so, you know, fart jokes. We'll be treating this space as a writer's room of sorts, so there will be lots and lots of offensive talks and jokes. You know, the kind of stuff that you would get cancelled for these days. Just so you know, it's all in the service of getting a laugh. With all of that said and out of the way, prepare to be potentially offended on Too Afraid to Ask. So, let me pull up my questions here, and real quick, um, thank you, Maria, for joining us. <laughs> uh, just real quick, everybody, if you're listening to this, um, her name, real name is not Maria, but we're going to protect her name because she is, uh, is, I mean, she's here completely legally. Yes, yeah, I promise. 100% I swear. legal, but there is an air of fear involved with anybody who's an immigrant right now, I imagine. That's probably pretty, pretty scary. I thought, I think so. Mine, at least. I don't know. Yeah, well, I am worried enough for myself. <laughs> so, so yeah. we're going to call you Maria. If that's okay. That's great. Maria. All right. Yeah, and I did look up the most common women's names. I was going Argentina. to say it's. Yeah, there was like Maria and Lucia and Zoe was one of them, which was weird. Was Zoe. Like, yeah, Zoe oh. was up there. I was like, wow, that's weird. Okay, oh. I never met any Zoes, but I I trust you. Where were like, where were you at from? Uh, or thereabouts in Argentina, like Buenos Aires. Okay, all right, cool. I was actually looking at the travel video from there earlier today, and uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not super safe, but it's beautiful. And that's that's one of the questions I was going to have you. We could jump right into it. Is uh, is talking about it's beautiful, and there seems to be a lot of money going around the city, but like at least in the touristy parts that they show. Yes, yes. It depends where you look. But they said that like the the safety, as far as like you know crime and stuff like that, it's about as safe as. A really bad neighborhood in America. That's what they were saying. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know a really bad neighborhood in America, but uh, you know how some areas in Chicago you cannot go around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like at night, for example. Right. Right. Well. Uh, yes. No. You know. Is like, it worse for women than it is for men? Well, the same thing here. I think it's yeah. everywhere is worse okay. for women right. because they I, can, I didn't know for certain if it was like. A different yeah, society. they will. They will abuse you mm-hmm. in any way okay yes oh, but it's dangerous for for mostly for kids because one thing that happens a lot is a lot is a kidnapping of kids oh really so that's why i'm such an helicopter mom well, yeah, like you don't point. take them to the park and let them be you yeah. are next to them wow so that explains why you're like really apprehensive about like letting your kids stay my there. kids don't like yeah. don't do many things because that's gonna be scary though uh, it's awful. Like it's awful. And even if they won't kidnap them, they, they there's a lot of that. There is a lot of uh, trafficking. Uh, we, so that's why it's more dangerous for women because besides they will like the situation is very violent in some cases because in any case where there is a lack of lack of money or possibilities, mm-hmm. some people tend to go to a darker area in their lives or make poor choices. Uh, and that takes to some stealing and thieves and and stuff. But there is also like um, less respect for a female. Uh, so they will be used more uh, physically. Um, so it's a dude, I'm fine. All right. That's all that matters. That's cool. No. no. <laughs> I can I'm go. Joking, I'm joking. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's a dude, they would probably shot them or something, but ah. they won't break them. Wow, that's a hard sell for the tourism, tourism board. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I, but honestly, there are areas I love it. And uh, as you see me, I'm not a giant woman. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm big, but I'm a petite. Like, I'm short and, and I walk around and I do my own thing and... I try. I had like 
an eight-year-old trying to steal my necklace once or stuff like that. Oh, but you know how you walk around. So you know how to look. Unsafe, no matter what. Like, yes. Even someone just trying to steal your necklace—that's gonna make you feel unsafe. Well, because it's a kid, it's sad too. You know, uh, my best friend had a, someone trying to steal from her with a disposable plastic knife. <laughs> and it was super hilarious. I know it's dangerous, it's scary, but we couldn't stop laughing. It's like, oh, well, like you're not gonna rape me with that. So <laughs> just gonna steal me. That's, that's the level of... So when people around here say... So if you're gonna rob somebody in Argentina, you better bring your A game. There ain't gonna be no that I mean, you can kick. You, we are more, like, we have more street smarts because we were raised like that. You need to know how to look around. But then we're also more worried about our little ones because I don't want my kids to live like me, grow like me. Like yeah. I well, walk around and I know what's happening around me. Mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to be aware all the time. Yes, yeah, are, are you kind of scared of that? Because one thing I, that drives me nuts about my wife and my I just we butt heads on budding, you know, raising, raising up my daughter is uh, she's kind of a helicopter mom too, and she doesn't want her going outside on her own, doesn't want her doing anything on her own. Like to the point where I feel like our daughter has gotten scared to be by herself. And, like, are you scared of that for your daughters? Like, that they're going to grow up thinking that, oh, my God, everyone's out to get me, or, you know, there's always danger? What? Even though my the percentage of something happening is quite low, you know? like No, well, it's that's the thing. It's quite low, but it's not impossible. That's true. And they are girls. So it's higher. But it's also the, the odds of are not zero of somebody breaking in my front door with an Uzi and opening fire. But I can't live my life thinking no. that kind of, that's going to happen. Well, that's true, but... I don't know. I guess the worst thing happens to women, and we were, we grew up also being worried. I, I hope nothing happened to your wife, but any of us that had any kind of abusive situation in our lives, mm. we you, are more. It happened to you, so you know. I, I was waiting for the bus, and I've been touched inappropriately. I was 16. I don't want my kids to be touched by someone. I don't want to do. Yeah, that's gonna be terrifying. Don't like. It's terrifying, but also I know it. That I was waiting the bus with a dude next to me, a friend, uh, like, like a smaller person than me, which is. But it was a guy. Nobody touched him. Mm-hmm. They touched my ass. They didn't touch him. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. I don't say that way. Oh, that's all you want. No, we don't. I'm. Anyway, <laughs> that, that that's, that's the all thing. You want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like he. He was old. I cannot believe that happened. I was like, huh? Tuesday. Really? Wow. So it's just like almost, like it's terrible to say this, but it's like almost part of the culture a little bit. Like it's. But it's culture here too. And that's why yeah. probably your wife is worried. It's just that you are a dude and that never happened to you probably. Right. I don't have to worry about it. So like, and that's one of the things. But I've if you were in high school, nobody touched you probably. Uh, much to my chagrin. Like I want, <laughs> I, I frequently hang my ass out the window as I'm driving, just so in the hopes that someone's going to touch it. Okay, well, uh, that's probably how you ended up in shit right now. Well, no, I mean, no, no. I mean, it just probably has happened. Somebody, even in high school, it's a, it's a cultural thing, and it happened probably. I hope not, but the, to be honest, it probably happened to your wife probably. or your wife's friends. Yeah, yeah. Like one out of five. Had something happening, and it might not be a rape, but just somebody well, touching your body without. It's violated at all. It's disgusting. Your body is yours, you know? Yeah, and yeah, when you're 15 and your boobs are growing, you don't want somebody to touch them. No. Well, well somebody touches my daughter without her consent, they're going to get their asses handed to them. Okay, that's what your wife is trying to avoid, so turn, I'm on her side. Turn her asses inside out. But yeah. not live in fear either, but at the same time. Well, I, I haven't looked at it your way either. It's just like, I don't want them to live in fear, but it's true. We don't go alone. We need to go in peace. Because that's what they are throwing. It's wrong, and I hate that that's what I have to teach my kids. That's not how I want them to grow. Not how it should be. But I also know that the only way to keep them safe is like, you know, how you have the body system when you went to field trips when you were in high in Mm -hmm. elementary school? Yeah. That's why how girls learn to do things. You need to do the body system because you don't. You know, yeah. it's awful, and I told I I always teach my kids that like people are good and that we give them the benefit of the doubt and like I forgive people. You know, I forgive people. Like I yeah, forgave yeah, my ex husband cheating on me. I mean, I oh thank you, but I mean I'm a nice person. I'm not nice, nice, but I I'm forgiving and I hope everybody's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't let them go outside. <laughs> If only care. we lived in candy drum, candy uh, gumdrop land, and 
You know, everything was I perfect. wouldn't trust the media. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I get... But you live in fear of a different kind now just because, like, you are concerned about... Because you're here on a green card, right? Yes. Um, so you live in fear because if you get sent back, it's going to be without your kids. Yes. And that would be devastating. I couldn't imagine that. Uh, that, that. That will kill me. Like, I I don't know. I know, you're, I know you as a father... Could you imagine not being allowed to be with your kids? I will, like, I, I will die. Mm-hmm. And being yeah. on a green card means it can be revoked only if you do something very bad. But <laughs> I, I said before, like, you know, some people around here consider bad you being born somewhere else or having a different faith or having a different sexuality or something. So... I look white. I, I'm very good at disguise, but then as soon as I open my mouth, people. I call myself every morning to make sure I look white. I say things like, "You're so basic, Stacy." No. Oh, I need to learn how to say those things. No, um, but but as soon as I open my mouth, you know, I have students telling me like, "Oh, you speak Spanish." I'm trying. I'm talking English. I have a Spanish accent. But imagine, you know, I'm I'm not white enough. Apparently, I'm not Latin enough. That's the whole thing, you know? You knew that Latins don't always argue, like, it's like the same thing that African-Americans, that lighters and darkers, they oh, don't really? like each so, other or so something. They, they, people will judge you for not being Latin enough? Well, yeah. Apparently, if you, if you don't speak Spanish, which I do, I speak much better Spanish than English. Um, kind of, actually. <laughs> uh, but, but I was supposed to be a teacher, so I think I speak better. Um, yeah, my grammar is kind of good. <laughs> uh, um, so both your parents are from Argentina, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But I am, I am descendant from Poland, Polish people, and okay. some Russian. So I look more European. Okay. All right. Cool. And my accent is Southern, Amer- it's Southern Latin America. So it doesn't sound so common. So more people might think I might be European, okay. which might give me a heads up sadly I don't know like it, it like you said in America certain parts of America especially our neck of the woods if you speak with anything but like a perfect American accent or southern American accent you're gonna be looked at like a foreigner yeah. yes yeah. I like being a foreigner I yeah, like being different but <laughs> well it's cool I like it and I like that I get to learn all these things that you grew up with mm-hmm I get to learn them, and for me, most of the things that you think it's normal are for the movies. Mm-hmm. So it's very cool, but it's yeah. scary too because I know, like you know. If you could, in this podcast, if you have any questions for me, obviously I don't think you have any questions for a uh, you know straight, bald, white guy. <laughs> if you have Sorry. Don't be afraid to ask any, like seriously. But one of the questions I have for you is, uh, I've never hundred percent been certain is immigrant. Uh, a derogatory term. Would you rather have expat, like expatriate, or like no? What? Because I didn't. I don't know for others, but I am immigrant. I came here from another country. I still love my country. I wouldn't have left my country if it wasn't for my ex-husband. Okay. And so like, if you could have your kids and go honest, honestly, if you could have your kids and go back to Argentina, would you? Um. When my ex-husband left me. I thought about that and I really wanted to go back home. I have a support system, I have a career, uh, I have a, you know, have family, I have friends, I have a language, I don't have to think harder every time I talk, I don't have to work on my accent for people to understand me and modulate, you know. Um, but he didn't want to leave, uh, he got very upset, that's actually one of the biggest difficulties we had in the divorce besides the a fair partner that he had, but that was not a difficulty, it was a choice. Um, well, let me, let me make sure I get your situation proper, because, I mean, kind of, I've got bits and pieces of it, and if you're not comfortable sharing, yeah, okay. fine, but it was basically <laughs> you and your husband and uh, your kids all yes. came over because he got a job here. Yes, but we were living in Chicago, so I married my ex-husband in Argentina, we moved to Chicago, we lived there, and then we had my kids. Okay, we and live in Southern Illinois for those who may be listening. And then he moved here for his job. So, and from there, he was a dirty, lying slut. What? And uh, he ended up cheating on you with somebody, job. getting her pregnant, right? Well, no, he, he was 
she he he forgot to tell me he had a girlfriend. It was a mistake. You uh -huh. forget sometimes. You know how you forget to pay the gas. Oh yeah, it's totally the same ballpark. Same ballpark. <laughs> and I'm working on forgiveness. I um. That would be hard to forgive. Oh my god, how? Could I you I'm working. I didn't say I made it. Why his behavior since then has not been better? Uh, no, but he didn't get her pregnant. He left me first, and then they were then she got deployed and then when she came back they got pregnant I'll but we were not was, living together i'll bet he was hitting that before he broke up with you oh yes yes he actually okay. said i'm sorry you found out he never said i'm sorry i'm cheated but he said i'm sorry you found out wow what a prick well he said i'm sorry somehow i mean it's okay he, no, tried he, didn't, his... he didn't say i'm sorry <laughs> no no but he's a good father in his own way which is great because he you know how we're telling I'm overprotective? He's not that much. Okay. Same thing, dude is different than women. We have different like points of view. So he's a good presential father. Uh, no, our relationship is still not good. He still forgets to talk with me like I'm a human being. But that's okay because who needs to talk with the woman you slept with 13 years? I mean, it's just 13 years of your life. It's not the whole life. So I'm sorry. Uh, a weird question for you though. You still love him? Uh, I I love the man he was mm -hmm. and I will always love in a different way the one that is the father of my kids because I want my kids to know that even if something didn't work he they are not a mistake so yeah. if I chose to have him as the father of my kids um, and things didn't work out. I'm still happy I married him. I'm still happy I had my kids with him. And we had a great life until it wasn't great anymore. That's a really mature way of looking at it. Now, I hadn't thought about that because if you say that your, your relationship with him was a mistake, then you're kind of in a way saying that... It really helped me when he told that to the girls. Yeah. I thought it was wrong. Like, I'm not a mistake in your life because that's the way you got these amazing kids in your life. So, no, I, I mean, I don't love him the same way I love him. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you, you, I think you can love somebody for what they are and what they do, but not necessarily want to be with them. Like you said, you love that he's a good dad, right? So Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will always have a, a type of love for him. Right. because and I don't think you can avoid that at all. Well, I mean, it was 13 years of my life. I was 22 when I met him. Mm. Like, you know, he's yeah. a big part of my life. He's... Yeah. Sorry, that was an uncomfortable question. Oh. You know, um, so we do. Uh, it's okay. So if you were to have a tree, what kind of tree would you be? No. Um, a tree? Yeah. I don't know anything about red trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing, I, and uh, to lighten things up a little bit, I've yes. got some questions about Argentina that I'm kind of baffled by. Okay. Um... So I was looking at a bunch of things and they said that dinner is super early if it starts at like 7 p.m. Oh yes, guys, you don't know what it is to have dinner. But then, yes, we move here. My my parents had that very well, but my ex-parents-in-law, mm -hmm. oh, my mother-in-law, she will hate it how early we had dinner. And we had dinner at 7, so we it was late. See, y'all are nuts. You stay out till freaking 7 o'clock in the morning. I was looking like, some people stay out till the middle of the night. And it's like well, but that's only when you're young. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, I think I was done with that stage when I was 20, 21. Uh, well, I was like, that, that's pretty common for everything to be much later in Argentina. According to this, like meals especially, like you don't eat meals until like, are, 9 o'clock. Yes, nine. dinner is super late and then you go to sleep later. Uh, but, but regular working people, like, you know, parents age adult like us you don't stay up that late anymore i mean could you imagine being a parent and staying up all night like that nobody does that doesn't even sound fun i mean no yeah no Maybe I, like once a year yeah no but when i was when i was uh, young like in my teens i guess like if we were on vacation on the beach or something we would like to stay up one night like waiting for the sunset sunrise, sunrise. Yeah. Um, but no, otherwise, no, I'm not that young. But now that I think about it, my friends from high school, they will go out all night. They will go, uh, like, dancing and stuff. 
Um, yeah, that's another thing. Is like I don't know, dancing seems to be a really big part of girls' culture. Yeah, like, there's dancing everywhere. Because it's fun, but yeah. but they're not like other other Latin um, countries. Like a bit northern than me, have so much rhythm, and they and they like you know you see them. They're just it's like I think they sweat rhythm. <laughs> I don't. I have truly feet. But we we like music and dancing. That's cool. We got, okay, you gotta tell me. I, I'm, I'm probably gonna alfajor. Alfajor. Mm. Alfajor. That looks amazing. Can you describe what that is? Because okay, so you know how you guys like to eat spicy and and grease? We like to eat sweets. Okay. We Which is strange because like usually you you uh, associate at least in American culture like. South America is all about, or Argentina is about like spiciness, you know, like. Yeah, well, no, that's South America. It's like Central and South America, but North South America. So yeah, I, I am. Know, that's how ignorant I am. I don't 100% know where Argentina is. Like. Okay, so uh, let's think of the whole continent of America, like uh, big on the north. We have like this big kind of, let's say it's a rectangle, mm-hmm. and you have Canada and. United States of America and then you have a bit and then you have Mexico that makes like a little triangle and then you have a little line that is all Central America that has lots of Pisces and lots of dancing and music and rhythm and then it opens up again in a big triangle right right okay I am at the bottom of that triangle. Okay, gotcha. So you're really far south. I am very far south. Okay. Actually, you're closer to Mexico than me. Okay. Do you guys get snow during... Well, the south of my country is super close to Antarctica. Oh, so you definitely get snow. But not where I come from. Okay. Uh, but right. yes. I get that. It's like America, you know, you're not going to get a lot of snow in like South Texas or something like that. But yes, it, 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 it but the opposite way, but yes. Right, right, because it's Southern Hemisphere versus yes. Northern Hemisphere. But yes, the same idea. So, um, Southern America, Southern Southern America, um, it's not as spicy. Uh, it's lots of meat because it's a. I am a vegetarian, so I'm a bad Argentinian too. But and I don't drink wine, which is the other thing Argentina does. Okay. But I don't drink alcohol because I don't like it. Um, but um, alfajor looks amazing. Alfajor. Oh, alfajor is amazing. Yeah, I like that. That is sweet. I say alcohol like drinks. Like I don't drink any drinks oh, because. Right, 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 right. But alfajor. So we have lots of sweets and. Um, we have this thing that it's called dulce de leche that it's like a caramel but thicker. Okay. And it basically like the, the one that I saw, it looked like almost like it was chocolate on the outside, like a chocolate shell. Yeah. And on the inside, it was like this caramel so stuff. Yeah. So it's two cookies with this caramel that is called dulce de leche in between, and then it's covered in chocolate. So kind of a moon pie. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. It I know. Be, yeah, because when I saw a moon pie, I was excited. It's not the same at all. No, no. Um, marshmallow on the inside and stuff. That was so sad. But it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Um, but instead of that, it has dulce de leche, which is like a caramel. And the cookie is more like a like a sugar cookie. Okay. Uh, it's uh, so good. good. It's very sweet. Many Americans don't like it because it's too sweet. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I mean, <laughs> but it looks amazing. It, it is. It looks like it's gonna cause diabetes. Oh time. yes, yes, yeah. that's what's gonna kill us all. But it's good. <laughs> but apparently, it's gonna be worth it. One and uh, two, you can like. There's a bunch of different flavors and types, and it's like yes. the dessert in Argentina. No, it's the candy. Like you go and get a Snickers bar. Uh huh. We get alfajor. Oh really. It's amazing. No, well, yeah, no, not dessert. We have real dessert, like flan, which is like this. I think they have flan here in tequilas they do. and it's, those It's stuff. just not as common. It's almost like a fancy pudding. <laughs> it's like a fancy pudding. You should have them. All the Mex- all the Mexican food stores in here, like tequilas and uh-huh. I think Don. I don't know the name. Jose Don something. Uh, there's like Don Sol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay. have flan, um, but. We have arroz con leche, it's like a rice pudding. We have so many sweets because that's what's important. Sounds like the So great. people yeah, eat awesome. meat and sweets. In my case, no meat, so just sweets. That's so wine, meat, sweets, and sex. Seems to be a lot of that. There is, it's a... <laughs> it seems to be, like, here it's almost taboo, I think, because we're like a Christian nation. 
Oh well, we are we are a Catholic nation too, okay, so it's a it a taboo thing. Yeah, but I don't know. It became less and less. Yeah, it's kind of how it's getting here. Like it's, yeah. It's loosening up quite a bit, which is not, yeah. not a good metaphor. Or a good turn of phrase, loosening up and like ah. Oh, no, like, but <laughs> we are less strict about hiding it. Uh, well, because we have more PDA, we don't think it's PDA. You know how people mm-hmm. here get like, oh, you shouldn't be kissing. We kiss, we hold, we hug. And that's I, beautiful. Like, that's awesome. Well, I don't know if it's, a, it's what it is. We, Americans consider it very uncomfortable. That's the thing. We are not uncomfortable. I actually had to learn to control myself because, for example, for us, when you go say hi to someone, you don't know someone. Mm-hmm. Okay? You will say hi and you hug and you kiss on the cheeks. Really? Okay. Americans, well, yeah, but if you do that here, you'll go to shave, you're a pervert. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it depends on where you're kissing them, which cheap, but, you know. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but really, like, if I, if, um, if I show up now at your house and I start hugging and kissing everyone, everyone's going to think I'm a nuts. Yeah, yeah, probably. And I think that's kind of a bummer. I wish we would kind of get more of that culture here. But be, they do that between those two. Uh, actually, my ex-husband loved that they didn't do that here. He was like, oh, that's oh, really? so nice. Okay. But I love it, you know, I think that's great. But my my dad, when he comes visit, I'm like, Dad, please remember not to hug and kiss people. Please, <laughs> so is it okay for like men to like kiss each other on the cheek and like hug and stuff? Or is that Yes. Really? Even the men do it to each other men. Okay. Alright. Yes. Because here it's like especially in our neighborhood woods, it's like a lot of uh toxic masculinity. It's a lot of dudes acting all big and tough and giving lots of Oh, you're being tough, but that's what you do. Really? Okay. Like, that's what you do. You only, like, shaking hands is something you will do only, like, in a, like, work interview. Like a, a super business. Like a business situation, you know? Like, you're meeting with, like, a, it's just business. It's not even, that's the only way. Otherwise, you haven't kiss. My kids don't get it. They're like, every time somebody comes to visit, they're like, oh, stop touching me. So, imagine COVID's probably doing pretty crazy down there. <laughs> well, they have everybody in quarantine since March because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yes, it's crazy. It's just, we are not used to that. It's. Huh. But I miss it. But we saw, also yeah. talk with people, you know, like you go to school and you will have and kiss all your students here, you, you're a pedophile. Which yeah. is wrong. We don't have and kiss everyone without consent. But <laughs> I'm not saying that. It's just, it's a cultural thing. We do it. It's yeah. not. It's not even sexualized. It's not a. It's not it's, a. It's the same thing. It's just saying hi, almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a sexualized thing. It doesn't have any kind of erotic situation into it. It's just a hug and a kiss because you're saying hi. Well, I hope that's. I hope that catches on here at some point because I, I like hugs. Well, you just want to all hug me around. That's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I knew it. Dang it! See, you know, guys, all too well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we also talked about a while about uh, punctualities, being on time. Oh, no, we, no. Like, yeah, that, that's actually something that I Sorry. don't think I could deal with in I know, I Argentina. It's like, because um, in my mind, it's like, if I ask someone to meet me at like 5 o'clock and they show up half an hour later, that drives me nuts because I think they don't respect my time, you know, to show up my yeah, time. Yeah, sorry. No, don't be sorry. You've never done it to me, okay? Oh, well, that's because lucky, only luck, or you were coming over. Otherwise, yes, I'm always late. <laughs> I had to work so hard on that because I'm Well, that's a culture thing too, right? Isn't it just you show up whenever you want? Like you don't, you don't call and say, hey, I'm coming by. You just stop by, right? Yes. Well, that's because you guys are so weird about that. Like I never had to create a play date ever until really? I moved here. And then I need to talk with parents about setting in a specific time for my kid to talk with you. No, <laughs> just go. You will go I'll, pick up kids from school and you're like, hey, take mine. Okay, it's true. <laughs> well, see, and that's, that's what's funny because I think that's a more recent development, like the last 20 years or so, because whenever I was a kid, you just went over to your friend's house. Like, you know, well, you know how here you will go to your neighbor's house or something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, when my dad was a kid, it was like that. But when I was a kid... It wasn't like that because of safetyness. Mm, So you don't send the kids to walk around in the in the city by themselves. First of all, I was growing up in a city, so it's different. But second of all, since it's not safe, but you can arrange with a parent, like a friend, like you know, I will say, hey, take my kids home after school because I need blah. Or you will say, hey, uh, my baby wants to have a play date with yours. Come on over. Oh no, today we have dentist. Tomorrow, okay. But it's not a you know how you take the calendar out and you need to check? Yeah, yeah. 
It's, it's going to be like etched in stone for us. <laughs> I know, and I'm not used to that. So I keep people telling people, oh, we never see you. I'm like, Chuck, come over. And I forget that for you, when I say come on over, it's not real. Yeah, yeah, it's just a polite thing for me. It's not polite for me. It's honest. It's like just awesome. I don't care. Just show up. Yeah, yeah and well, yeah, we we have that kind of like we'll uh, what's it sort of impose upon ourselves because we are don't want to be impolite sometimes because we'll be like uh, yeah, we should totally get together sometime. Yeah, we need to do that. Like, I know. Well, you do that too. I mean, we oh, yeah, always sure. have those things, and oh, I have friends that I haven't seen in like I don't know. Well, now 15 years because I moved. But before yeah. that, you know, uh, I was like, yeah, I'll see you soon. But the people that you see every day, just come on over. I had like, <laughs> uh, my best friend, I was, I was back in college, my, 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 my first time. So when I was studying back in Argentina to be a teacher, mm-hmm. I would come out of school and he was studying in a like, I live in a city, so the universities are more kind of like living here, like SIU, you know, like, but we don't have campuses like that. We have like, it's just this building and you live wherever you can. It's not like a campus campus. Okay. And you don't leave mom's and dad's house because who has the money to pay for housing? <laughs> well, it's kind of getting to be the case here too, but yeah, <laughs> go on. Well, that's because you think kicking your kid at 18 will make them grow instead of making them just go get crazy and irresponsible it's okay so um he will come up from his university to my house wait for me with my parents so he will hang out with my parents he will wait for me i will go in there and i had to go to my work after school so we will talk and then it was like you know oh i'm here i'm leaving early oh she's come by we will meet on the way that's cool. That's yeah. a, like that's how that's super casual, you know. But well, it's more relaxed, less. Well, see, and we're always sort of taught, you know, to like maximize our time. Like that's why we try to schedule everything. It's just like our time is money, you know. I'm sure you've heard that phrase like a thousand yeah. times. Time is money, and it's. Well, that might be why. I don't know because I, I work like I walk. I started working at seven thirty and I came back at eleven. P.M. No, I mean it was. So I was productive too, but well, I don't know if well, I was productive. Right? productive I was oh no, no, no! Because yeah. I mean, it might be we are more relaxed. But I mean, I had a tight schedule. That's probably why he was there. So yeah, see you fifteen minutes here. Um, <laughs> I will go and take a shower, and he would like I will close the door of the bathroom, and he would talk from one side and from the other. It was ridiculous. And my mom will just go around. <laughs> Hi. Uh, that's a that's a sense of community almost that I, that I really think is missing from a lot because I think back in you know back when I was growing up there kind of was that a little bit like you know the neighborhood kids there was like well that's the thing we didn't have the neighborhood kids we got the cool, the school kids because mm-hmm. once more you don't send them but if you are like you know how you, you know the, the kids at your kids school yeah. By now you know most of them, you know the parents, you know the kids. Well, I mean, I do my best not to because I don't like to remember people that I don't. That's, that's very nice of you, thank you. No, but you know, like, you, you know, you kind of know people around. Yeah, I mean, I hate kids, but yeah. You don't hate kids. Yeah, maybe. You never know. You don't know how many of them. Joking, joking, I've never heard a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, it's on record, I'm sorry. It's I not. was going to say, that's how we end with him. Okay, well... So um, I am not worried about being canceled in any way, shape, or form. It's not going to bother me. You would have to have a career in order to be canceled. <laughs> oh, no, I'm worried about you going to shame or being canceled. That's amazing. You're worried about being canceled. I'm thinking, he's going to shame. Nobody, that's okay. See, that's I'm worried about being canceled. You're worried about like losing your livelihood and being kicked out of the country. The stakes are a little different. The stakes are different, yes. Well, I don't. I, don't, I think I will have a show because if I go back home, I can't find a job. There is a very lack of, there is a high unemployment, but they look for teachers, so I could find a job. Okay, well that's good. Um, but, yeah, but I wouldn't have my kids. That, yeah, that would and then good. I will have to argue and go to court, which I don't have money for, to ask for my kids to come with me. So but it kind of will be on me because I got kicked. I don't know how it will be. I'm not going to go to court to ask. So, so what's your like uh, immigration journey been like and like do you see an end of like are you going to become a citizen do you want to become a citizen okay so before this 
political era, uh-huh. I never wanted to become a citizen. I love my country. Mm-hmm. And it's a mess. But I chose to become a teacher, which is one of those professions you choose to do only in your country. Right. Like, I know I, I follow someone else, but otherwise, I was, I mean, I love Argentinian history. I have, like, I, it's a cultural thing. I feel home. Even when I'm grabbing my purse and shaking, nobody will kill me. You know, I'm, I love my culture. Um, but now, I don't know. I keep thinking about it and I keep ha- thinking how it will affect my kids. And to be honest, the opportunities my kids have growing up here are still better. Uh, were um, they born here? Or were they they born were born here. Okay, so they're American citizens. Obviously. They are American. Okay. Uh, their dad is married to an American, so I guess he will have his citizenship earlier. Um, so how hard do you think it would be to become a citizen right now? Like to do you need to wait. Thing? I don't know if it's five or ten years to take the citizenship uh, exam. But if you're married to an American, it's only two. I think it's five. That's still a long time. Yeah, it's longer before you get your green card. That's rough. How long did that that take? Well, it depends on... There are different types of visas, which is the, the permission you get to come from another country to this country. There's tourist visa, which is what my family gets when they come visit me. There's student visas, like the international students. There's work visas. And there are other visas, like, I don't know, exceptional work, like if you have a profession nobody does or something like that. I think they have some visas for actors and stuff like that. Like they will come and do a whole season of something. I don't know. Okay. Um, we came with a student visa for my ex-husband that then transformed into working visa when we moved here to Southern Illinois. And then from there we could apply to the green card. But when we were applying for the green card, my ex-husband remembered that he loved his partner more than me. So my green card depended on him because I didn't come with a student visa or a working visa. I was as his his companion, as so his when, spouse. So when he failed, like, there was a real chance that you were going to have to go back. Yes. And that was a big deal. And I was like, I, I don't want to argue this. I want to go back home. I don't have anything here. Yeah. Like, all my friends were from us. And I know some of those friends stay friends to me and not with him. But I didn't know that, you know. Yeah. He's the high person with, like, a big name and a big career and you know and I am not so I wasn't sure and I don't have like I don't know if you get sick you know you could call your in-laws or your parents to take care of your yeah, kid yeah, I yeah, don't have that yeah. so it's tough you don't you know that's scary it, it is awful hard. like you know when you have to write your emergency contact when mm-hmm. you go to the doctor I didn't have anybody and that's when I was like I'm going back home. This yeah. is ridiculous. My brother is in Seattle, but he cannot make a life choice from Seattle no. from me. I mean, yeah. maybe he can, but I prefer him not to. I mean, so. he's, he's going to be depressed from all that rain anyway, so you don't want him <laughs> Yes, he will yeah, let her die. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's raining outside. I'm sad. Let her die. Yeah. Pull well, the plug. Pretty he sure will, she suffers. Yeah, he will answer the phone five days later, though, because he's uh, young. So, you know, when you're in your 20s and you don't care about... I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that Latin, you know, no sense of urgency. He's like, I gotta take his time. Oh no no, he has a sense of urgency, like which work, but yeah, he's the youngest. He doesn't. Um, it's he's a sweetheart and he's super smart, but yeah, he he will answer five days later. Oh my sister was on. Oh, she passed. Oh sorry. Okay, okay. I'll take care of the dogs. <laughs> so we're gonna pay for my plane ticket. Well, he will pay. He's, he's very generous. He's a sweetheart, but yeah, it, by the time he finds out what to do with me, it will be late. So that was the moment where I was like, I'm like, I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that had to be depressing, like very depressing. It is very depressing. And I was depressed already. I, I have depression, so um, part of the difficulties in my marriage was that, that my depression. I uh, And that's not on him. That's on me. You know, it's... I will then... It's tough to be with someone that has a hard time moving on in life and standing up and not being sad all the time. Yeah. Uh, my depression 
kicker, the trigger was I didn't have anything for myself. I wasn't working. I used to work from 7 to 11 and then I moved here. I was a stay-at-home mom. You had to give up your career. I gave up my career, my life, my everything. Uh, but it, it was a, it was a pledge. Once the kids will grow up, I will go back. But then when the kids grew up, he left me behind. But it was a choice and he's still a good, he's an excellent doctor. Uh, okay. I, mean, I know you're trying to you're trying to be tactful and everything like that. But he's he's a good doctor. I will still like if I'm I I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, it's it's tough, and my green card depended on him being married to me, and he wasn't. He was legally married to me, but he was living with another woman, and that was a tough one. And I didn't want to lie, and I honestly like it's so hard to come into this country, and I understand I'm not. I'm not encouraging anybody to do it illegally. I'm not saying cross any but it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, well, it being dangerous in, in some places and then coming here and then being basically... And I, I remember my dad, uh, I grew up in a really pretty conservative household. Okay. Um, and I'm not. But, no. But, That's uh, why I look at you like that. Yeah, well, I look, like, I look like a Trump guy, but no, I'm different. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't an insult to anybody. I'm just saying I look like the demographic. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. no, I, I think all white men. Right? I'm a white guy. I'm straight. I yeah. got the beard. Yeah, I look. I don't right. think the beard is the problem. Instead, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. You have to what? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> sorry. We didn't say that. Don't say something. Okay. You know what? Uh... I want you to, you to say your political thoughts and not feel afraid. Because I know when we spoke before, a while back, you said you were literally scared to say anything derogatory about Trump or his constituent or anybody, like any, any of his people, any of his contemporaries. Like, you were scared. Like, you literally thought that something bad would happen to you if you were to say something. Yes. Like, it's... Well... I mean, it's free speech, but, like, I don't know how... how comfortable that actually how true that actually is for you well yes it is free speech uh, I won't have a soldier coming in and taking me in mm-hmm. my country had those things We, my country had dictatorships so if you talk against the uh, dictator government government in the moment you soldiers will come into your house and take you and you will disappear I know that won't happen here so it's not that kind of fear yeah but I still have, uh, there's still a social difficulty. I'm not worried that someone from the FBI is going to come and take me. I'm not that important. Whatever I say, nobody really cares. But, but you're probably still worried about like domestic terrorism, kind of like That's people, the thing. But socially, yes. Like people throwing a brick through your window or something like that. That's the thing, you know. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, as you know, I'm Jewish too. And a few weeks ago, they vandalized a synagogue in Benton. Mm. They threw rocks and broke the windows, um, and they destroyed stuff inside just because you are Jewish. People with uh, people with the uh, have go to the grocery store and they might be spit on, yelled at, be mistreated. Um, people that talk like me will be say sent, will be say go back home, even if you don't know where home is. Well, I mean, home is here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but many of the Latin... This is a safe place. You can say whatever you want. Well, I, many of the people that look Latin are probably second or third generation. They just look Mexican or look mm-hmm. Nicaraguan or whatever you country you want to say. Right. But it's just the look. They are probably more American than many of others, you know? Yeah, I mean, anybody who immigrates here is more American than someone who was born here. Well, but they, they were born here, and probably their parents too, maybe. But when you say those things, you know, just it's a cultural thing. Um, so even though I'm not worried I'm going to end up disappearing, like which happens in other countries, and I'm very proud that, like, that's why I'm still staying here, you know. My kids have the possibility to at least talk. And yes, there's, a, there's crazy people going out with guns and shooting people, and that's wrong. But they are not the, they are not the majority. Right, they're not, and they're they not are not. It's not something that will happen every block. <laughs> In other countries, like if you look at Venezuela, half of the population, like you could be taken away. Yeah, Venezuela's real bad right now. 
it's really oh my country is working <laughs> to get um depends on the president right now right. but um anyhow i'm not concerned about like but it's a social thing i don't want anybody to say bad things about me i don't want anybody to to, to go and find my either my ex-husband or my kids or my or my current partner or anybody and talk bad about me right i don't want any like or to feel like i'm in danger or make you know i'm trying to find his job here and uh god willing i will be a teacher soon i need to be able to have a life here right right you don't want to you're already kind of on shaky ground, just not, you know, having, you know, a, a green card. You know. I, like, I'm, I'm not a citizen. I don't have the, the same, I mean, I have a strong accent. Uh, I'm kind of strong opinionated, even if I try to hide it. Try, try, try to do your best, your best American accent. I don't have a best American accent. You don't have a good, like, one at all? I, I want to hear how terrible it is. Like, try to say, um... Let me see. Let's go to the mall, Stacy. I hear they have new Christmas trees. Let's go to the mall, Stacy. I hear no. I they say <laughs> it's like it's like not even a little. I wow. no. It's very bad. Like even if I try, it doesn't happen. I and I'm working very hard right now to sound softer in my accent. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, well, it's well. I'm trying to help you guys, everybody, to listen to me and not think, oh my goodness, but. Because I talk fast too, so talking fast with this accent is like. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm Argentinian. I talk very fast. But uh, yeah, like uh, the whole immigration thing and maybe coming from dangerous situations, like uh, like I said, my dad, my dad's super conservative, and I remember I actually somewhat changed his mind on some things just by asking him a simple question, and I'm glad he was open-minded enough to do it. And hopefully, other people will hear this and possibly change their mind a little bit too. Uh, he, I asked Dad, you know, you live out here on a farm, middle of nowhere, but it's uh, got no trespassing signs to keep people from coming up and stealing. I know for a fact that if a woman were to come to your house in the middle of the night, knocking on the door, uh, with young children saying she's in trouble, she's in danger, please help, he would not turn her away. I know, because he's a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you okay with America doing the same thing? You know, why are you okay with, it would be even worse, would you take that woman's kids, separate them, and send her away, you know, to possibly be in danger? If she says, you know, I'm in danger, please help, like, I, I could be killed, please don't make me go off your property, because if I do, I'm dead, and my kids will die, or what have you, or my kids will be taken away from me and, and, and trafficked, you know, uh, human trafficking. I know for a fact he wouldn't turn her away. You know? No, well, that's a lot of, I think that's a great point. It's a lot of uh, lack of education, but not education from going to school, you know. Uh, it's education like cultural education and social education, like understanding and being empathetic education. Right. like Understanding the situation instead of just, yeah. you know, looking at it at this high level and saying, you know. It's well, but it's the same thing that happened like a long time ago. I guess it still happens with... Um, with the homosexual marriage, you know, same gender. Oh no, well, and then you're like, well, aren't you allowed to marry whoever you love? Yes, then yeah. shouldn't they? Oh yes, okay. Then it makes sense when you make it in back into your own little bubble. Mm -hmm. But when the bubble looks like a big thing, you're like, no, no, no. But that's not reality. We are talking about, um, I think the problem is that we talk about in, like morals on a out of out of reach situations and if we bring them close to us like you're saying the woman at your door uh, you will see them differently if you saw them as human beings yeah. absolutely i mean if if tomorrow um a cousin of yours some uh, your father finds a cousin of yours is gay he won't stop talking to them yeah. He won't say they are not supposed to be in love. Yeah, exactly. Because that's bullshit. You want your kids to be happy. Mm -hmm. And I know people don't... I, I mean, yes, there's bad people that... like yeah, Not bad people, like blinded people that won't see that. But most of us will be... Sooner or later, you will accept. Yeah. I mean, you can't assume, you know, an entire group of people is bad based on a few bad, bad actors. Because like a... Like, uh, you know, I am not a Christian, like, I'm not religious at all, 
but there's like a lot of bad publicity about Christians being, you know, really judgmental. Like the vast majority of, you know, religious people I know are wonderful people. Well, depends on how you, yes, if you use religion just as a guidance to be a better person, mm-hmm. you can call it Allah, Jesus, God, yeah. table, I don't care how you call it, <laughs> just be a good person, use yeah. it as your moral compass, but don't use it to make it an explanation on why you're being a, yeah. a like a hateful person. <laughs> yes. You're looking for the <laughs> I was saying hateful, which sounds much better, yeah, but yeah. yes, I mean, yeah, I, um, yeah, don't be a dick, this is the moral of the story. Yes. You know, maybe see other, other people as human beings instead of just, you know. That's the thing. As soon as you start seeing people That was what you'd say, dirty immigrant. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fakest laugh ever. Yes. Um, I got another question for you. This is lighten up a little bit. Uh, so, you're dating now. Yeah. And what is a big difference you've had to learn between dating an Argentinian? Argentinian? Is that how I say it? Sorry. I'm, like I said, I'm very ignorant. I don't know. I guess Argentinian. I don't know. I had to learn it. Okay. <laughs> Argentinian man versus uh, an American man. Like, is it, it? I don't know because I think uh, I don't know if he represents all American guys. Maybe he represents the types like you know you more open-minded and less. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have a hard time being. I believe everyone is a good person and open-minded. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many of the American white male population is really was open-minded. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> because I'll, it's I'll tell you a secret though. For the vast majority of men, if you just touch their privates, they're good. Oh, that's that's how it works? Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, for American men, I think it's that way around the world. I it's, think it's the way it works with any men. Yeah, I think it's just in our nature. If you, if I you thought have, it was only when I was in my 20s. It's the same way now? Okay. Oh, yeah. If you touch our swimsuit area, we're good to go. We're fine. The swimsuit. Oh, yeah, that's so area. sweet. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh. So that seems to be worldwide. Now right? you are the PC 30. The swimsuit area, you see? I mm. like it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll always be honest with you. <laughs> I know. Uh, but um, let me see if I got other questions for you real quick. Yeah, so you, you talked about, I, I want you to do something for me. Okay. Um, I don't have a better accent. We no, can keep I know that. I We've covered that. Yeah. S- hey, come on. I can try. I can no, keep on trying. I appreciate you trying. I make and ch- a lot. <laughs> is that, and is I that can- not a thing in the- no, those are our sounds, not your. I oh, tried to. And I still cannot make the sh, sh- sound. I, it's for me, it's And I don't know what sound you make. I still Jay cannot. Isn't like, like Josh or. Yes, I cannot make that sound. Really? I can make Josh, but it sounds like that. You can't say Josh. N- Josh. I don't hear that. Come yeah. on. Okay, listen. You try to say shoes and shoes and shoe. I, I, I know. I, for me, I just said different words. Shoe, like the one that goes oh, in your okay, feet, and shoes, yeah. the thing that you drink, they all sound the same. And I. Shoe and shoe, right? And then chew and shoe and shoes. The drinking thing, oh, apple like shoes. shoes. Yeah, like a gun or something like that, yeah. No, shoes, apple shoes. Oh, juice. Oh. Come on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm showing off now. Juice. Hey, Maria. Okay. Juice. That's yes, juice. thank you, thank you. You know what? Uh, my dogs understand me. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's that's all you need, right? That's, that's all I need. Yes, this is my boyfriend. Well, but he stinks. I know you probably answered no, but do you have any questions you ever want to know about, you know, American? I'm sorry, I should be more open-minded. I no, have more no, questions. Fine. I think I Anything might be a bit. Eh? Anything. Um. Nothing. Okay. Do we have any questions? If you can't think of anything, that's fine. Why do you Americans like so much guns? But that's wrong, and that's why I'm gonna end like up losing. Like so much what? Guns. Oh, guns. G- oh. I hate guns, and this um, we don't have them. Ah! I think it really depends. I was going to say a bad word. Sorry, no, my dog not. scratched me, and it was bad. I'm sorry. He was, he was saying, "Hey, don't say the bad word." No. Uh, okay, um, it started the other way around, honey. Oh. But, he, um, yeah, it, it's. I grew up in a house with a lot of guns. I see their appeal. Uh, Come on! You yeah. know, Americans have so many gas access. They sell them in Walmart. I, I think one of the, a lot of it is 
it's been a cultural thing since like the American Revolution of like we have to protect ourselves from outside invaders. You know, like that's that's yeah. been a thing since for all of American history. Like that fear mongering that's always been there. Oh my and goodness! Guns for some odd reason make a lot of people feel safer. Where for me, like I, I I'm amb- ambivalent about a gun. Like if you put a gun in front of me, I'm like, eh, whatever. But if you take that same gun and put it in the hand of somebody I don't know, that's scary as shit. Like, I don't like that They sell them at the grocery store in Walmart. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, in my country, you need to go to a special store. And it's for rich people. That's why you don't have... I mean, yes, they would try to steal you yeah. everywhere. But it's with a plastic knife or... I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's like from the dark market. You need to steal it from the cops. You need, yeah. It's not easy to get a gun here. It's so easy. It's pretty easy. I mean, you have to go through, like, background checks and stuff like that. But, but it's, it's not as rigorous as you think it would be. Um... I think one of the problems is like, it's literally written into our government documents so that everybody sh- can have a gun. Well, yes, but everybody can also drive, and we don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that's also why we let everyone drive. But I, okay. They shouldn't let me drive. I won't let you drive? Uh, well, I'm a very bad driver. Oh, well, that's good. Then. Oh, well, I drive here because, you know, but everybody drives. But All right, so I'll make sure to avoid your house, uh, the area around your house whenever it's like, you know, you're on the I will absolutely do that if I were you. All right. Um, you're but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, and a lot of it's come down to people treat the government, you know, the uh, Bill of Rights, the, the you know, Constitution, everything like that. They treat it as if it's ordained by God, like it was written by God. Not written by man, but written by God. And therefore, it is their right, like, in some kind of divine way, to own a gun. Which, that's not the case. You know, like, back whenever the Constitution was written, the pinnacle of freaking weapons technology was, like, a cannon. You weren't allowed to own a cannon. Like, that was against the law. But now we've got things that are far more dangerous than cannons that you are allowed to own. You know, like, a fully automatic weapon. That's... That seems wrong. Like, you're, I think your way of feeling is the vast majority, how vast majority of people feel. Um, to where they don't like guns, they don't want them around, they don't want their kids around guns, which I totally get. Uh, but for me, and I kind of feel my parents or my dad taught me, like, the, da- the per- danger is the person behind the gun, but then at the same time, like, I just, I don't know. If I had to choose between a world where we did, a country where we just didn't have guns at all and do have guns, I choose not have guns at all. But that's not the world we live in. No. Yeah, it's too late. Like it's too late. Everybody's got a gun now. Yes. Um, I think we should try and do our best to call in the assault style weapons. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it's crazy. And I've been my my parents, my dad. I think one of the reasons it's hard for my dad is because he grew up where he had to put food on the table with his gun. Like, he would have starved. Like, him and his family would have starved if he didn't have his rifle. Um, so okay, for him, please tell me they were hunting and not hunting. stealing. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, that's okay, but it's... No, yeah, it's hunting animals, yeah. How is your dad in jail now because of your podcast? That would so be for great. him, yeah, the gun was literally something... Well, but it's a tool. It's okay, but... You yeah, know. a craftsman hammer or, you know... Uh, well, it's important. I don't, I'm not against... I am not against guns per se, but I think what what we really need to stop fetishizing them is one of the problems. Like if you look at movies, TV shows, guns are either used by bad guys or they're used by badasses. You know, like that's it. Like they're 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 portrayed as this almighty weapon, this thing. But what I think they need to be portrayed as what they are, things that are to be treated with respect. You know, like these things are not toys. They're not props for a superhero to, you know, a quote superhero to use Yes, in a movie. that's a thing. I think it's part of it, you know, part of the whole, like... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that's that's a complicated issue that if anybody ever tries to sell you a simple solution on, they're lying to you. Or they're, or they're idiots. I think most of, the, most of the problems in life are complicated that need to be nuanced and not sold simple, simple things, but... I, I, I promise I wouldn't keep you too long, and I feel like I've already kept you too long. Oh, it's okay. The, the, the dogs are like this because they want to eat. Oh, the dogs are fine. If okay. you guys hear dogs, that's, they don't mind. You sniff that microphone. Yeah, well, at six they eat. 
It's almost six, so they are remembering. Oh, but that's okay. all what's happening. All right. well, but you're more than welcome to stay. I can feed them and then come oh, back. I appreciate that. Yeah, we can hang out for a little bit. But uh, Maria, I will wrap this up. And thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Were you okay coming on the show again sometime? Sure. Now, yes. Not the politest thing. You're saying yes because it's polite, right? No, but I have fun talking with you. I don't know what else can I talk about, but yes, always. Uh, yeah, I always have fun talking to you too. So, okay, uh, well, we can talk. I don't know. Like, I uh, don't think you, I'm see, fun you or interesting. So like, I just am not interesting enough, but uh, yeah, just, I would love to talk. You're very interesting. Uh, it's been an honor. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, bye. Thank you so much for listening. We will hopefully be back soon with another episode. If you have a question at all for anybody, be it uh, white, black, gay, straight, trans, uh, able, disabled, Latino, whatever it might be, uh, feel free to drop us a line at tooafraidtoaskthepodcast at gmail.com and we will get back to you as soon as possible and hopefully read your question on the air. Thanks a lot and have a great day. Bye.